Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome into a special podcast edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. I'm LeVar Arrington, and I got my friends here, and friends takes on a different meaning with the fellas I got on right now. Of course, the great Matt, my man who, who is the, was the CRO for uh, for DraftKings and the creator of DraftKings and the G friends, Gary's friends. Yeah, Jerry B, Gary B. Fellas, welcome into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. We're going to talk about what you guys have going on uh, with this year's fantasy football, a collaboration uh, between Gary and DraftKings. Matt, DraftKings, Gary, <laughs> Gary's friends, NFTs, all kinds of stuff. Fantasy football. I'm so pumped up about this. I, I, Been working I feel, with DraftKings. I feel like I'm going to run out and tackle someone, Lamar. You got me going around. Yeah. Let's well, go. you got you, you got to get pumped up for this, man. And when you talk about getting pumped up, Rainmakers. Like, first off, where did the name Rainmakers football come from? It's a dope name. Maddie? Yeah, we had this thing, make it rain for years. If you've seen, everyone's seen DraftKings advertising. We're like one yeah. of the, 
you know, bigger ones that you'll always see on the football games and everything. So we had this make it rain tagline with like R-E-I-G-N, and it just kind of built out from there. I think it makes a lot of sense in fantasy. You know, you have those those players that are really just going off, earning tons of points. It's kind of like the rainmaker, you know, it's the, mm-hmm. the people who are really making your team like run up the score. So I really love that that connection. All right. How did, how did it apply to you, Gary? I've been making it rain since 1982, Lavar. so. I know, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, for me, you know, actually back to 19, actually, that's crazy, 1982, uh, a year that Washington won the uh, Super Bowl. I know that well right. because that was my first football season as a fan. Uh, I was right. living in Jersey. I became a Jets fan. They made it to the AFC Championship game, which was the game before the Super Bowl. They lost to the Dolphins, who the uh, Skins at the time beat uh, – in the Super Bowl, and I was in. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, I didn't know it would be 16 years before I'd get back to the AFC Championship game. But for me, fantasy sports has been a huge part of my life. I actually didn't play a lot of fantasy football because I was so diehard Jets that I was scared to like draft the running back who'd play against the Jets and felt like a traitor. Inch- exactly, I would get mad when right. I was in the stands. I would see like fans <laughs> that I'd season tickets with clap for like somebody catch a ball against us when we were booing and I was like what's up with that he's like oh he's on my fantasy team and I I thought it screwed up the whole fan situation but over the you know I got a little guy he's all about it and I played hardcore fantasy baseball for 30 years and when DraftKings came along the you know I was already very busy in my professional entrepreneurial career and and for anybody who's listening that knows fantasy sports takes real work and time if you want to win a ring so mm-hmm. the whole daily fantasy thing was just remarkable for me. So I got into that. Then obviously the NFT explosion of, you know, a year and a half ago, Matt and I are business associates, VaynerMedia and, and DraftKings work together. So we know each other through that lens, but we also, you know, as happens in business, occasionally you start building friendships, common interests. So we were both deep into that world. And as I was building V friends and as Matt was building his you know, incredible trading prowess. He's definitely known as a mover and shaker and trader in the NFT land. We would talk a lot about utility, utility, utility. It's not just about the collectability. It's not just about the art. And to Matt's credit, somewhere in his, you know, DraftKings cave for three or four months, it felt like he was in the lab cooking something up. He was busy, I was busy, and out of nowhere I got pinged. He's like, hey, I think I got something. And you know, I'm, especially with people I care about. If somebody pitches me something, I want to give them the best candor I can because if mm-hmm. they're going to go through it, you know, 99% of business ventures and businesses fail. And so, you know, he's like, I got something. NFT land is somewhere I'm very deep. And he goes through it. And I was like, wow, I think you might have something for real. Like there wasn't much when he pitched it the first time that I saw that didn't make a ton of sense to me and so as it became more real, we, we were talking more and, I, and it just became obvious. I was like, he was, or I was, I don't even remember, but we're like, what about a V friends league? So V friends is my big NFT project. I got 350,000 people in my discord. There's a sure. lot of, there's a lot of people that, you know, love American football. It's a global audience. So I say American football and we've put it together and I put up a bunch of, prizes from my very valuable V friends. And more importantly, as everybody who's listening knows, fantasy football 
isn't about the money. It's about the clout. It's about the trash mm. talk. It's about mm. were you right about Jonathan Taylor? Was were you right to take a flyer on Michael Thompson? You know, is Elijah Moore a steal or am I just picking with my emotion? So, you know, that's mm-hmm. all that's that's what I'm excited about this year. How how does this pro, pro, uh, product differ from the current DFS product that's out there right now, Matt? Yeah, nothing's actually changing with the existing daily fantasy product. That is a, you know, millions of people are playing that and nothing at all is changing there. But this game is, I think, really tapping into, you know, the intersection of a lot of different interests that our audience have. And in some ways that maybe we haven't historically done, you know, people often will say it's like... um, an intersection of their collecting behavior like nft collections breaking sports cards trading cards um Mm -hmm. even just like trading what anything stocks um as well as you know fantasy sports being a huge interest area as well and just trying to predict things and you know estimate like what will go well or not and you know so it kind of intersects all of these worlds and you know, we're doing it a way that I think really only DraftKings can do from a few different standpoints. Like we're creating a game that, um, you know, through the ownership of NFTs, you're able to compete for prizes every week without paying any fee. So just owning the NFT uh, of a player means you can use them in your lineup. And so that's, I think, a really new deep like use case for NFTs that that's the direction I think the space is headed is people aren't just buying digital collectibles to hold them with no utility. Like they want to use them. They want to play them. They want to earn things, uh, Uh compete for things. So like this whole play to earn or however you want to call it movement. I think this is right in the center of that and probably the best case, uh, the the best example of it really in the space so far, a couple years in, um, Additionally, you know, we we have this daily game that you have no kind of long-term commitment. You can come on and play once a week. You know, you don't have to play week two if you play week one. This, it starts to build up that that sense of building a franchise. Like you're building a collection. You own it over mm-hmm. time. If you, you know, lose interest in a certain player and you, you don't want to ride them anymore on your, on your teams, you can, you know, list it for sale in the marketplace. If you want to invest and pick up somebody that you think could have, you know, a promising future for the rest of the season, like you go out and you can pick them up as well. So it has this idea of, you know, you're actively managing your collection throughout the year and whoever you have in your collection, that's who you can build fantasy teams with. So it's really that long term kind of build and then use your team to compete that I think is different here. Now, in the whole NFT world, which Gary, you have made nfts super relevant in so many ways i think first off i think it's brilliant what what you guys are doing i'm I'm in the nft space um i haven't done any launches or anything like that but we're working on it and 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 we've had great questions and and conversations about the relevance of what the nft represents and you're talking about being able to trade these nfts as trader cards because that's kind of what nfts are at this point right it's it's something that we used to use that was tangible but now it's more it's digitally driven it's the it's the first and obvious use case to your point yeah and and anybody other under 18 on earth between roblox and minecraft and madden and 
and 2K and Candy Crush, they've been, and going back OG, Farmville, people have been trading, you know, that's just, to your point, that's been coming and now it exploded because mm-hmm. there's decentralized servers, Web3, blockchains. To your point, the fact that there's also utility, like VFriends also gives you a ticket to a super conference that I do every right. three years. Exactly. In, in this version, it does something you already love, but you get to play. You know, what's great about this is you get to play three times. You get to play with the cards that you get. Yep. You get to flip them during the season while you're playing. But when the season's over, you know, for example, here's a hope of mine. If Garrett Wilson goes off, that's his rookie NFT. Right. right? So, so the value of that NFT is through the through the roof. It could, Listen, who knows how life plays out? It's a very strong hypothesis that that's how it plays out. More importantly. But that's the idea of it. That's right. But here's a nuance. This is where Matt really got me. I'll never forget that. I was in the car driving, dropped off my kids from camp. So I had a long drive. So I really chopped it up with Matt on details. And I said to him in this scenario, go, but Matt, when these rainmakers are done this year, next year, does anything happen? And he said, there'll be things. He didn't say every card, every token, but that's when my head said, okay, these guys are really thinking about this long-term. It's not like I have to, mm-hmm. buy, you know, with sports cards, you know this, you had some pretty rookies. I had some, I had some LA rookies, especially early right. in his Penn State jersey with the little, you know, All Washington right. logo. So, you know, but every year a new card would come out mm-hmm. and you have to go and get it. The fact that this can have utility. And here's the thing, let me just drop some overall knowledge for everyone who's listening. Here's the thing that everyone's missing. In 25 years, I just want everybody to hear this loud and clear. This is different than comic books, sneakers, and trading cards. In 25 years, the, the new CEO or, or leader, I mean, I, I'm not going to predict that the founders of DraftKings are going to be there in 25 years. They might. They might want to be there. But if so, somebody comes along and they say, for the 25th anniversary of Rainmakers, anybody who has these original ones, originals correct no, i know where you're going that's right because it's still in your wallet go to this website click in confirm that you own it and you get to go to the super bowl or, or who the, what people haven't figured out yet is nfts are like a key forever and for the people that run the show of an nft project they can create a new door at any time of experiences it's huge if you i'll give you an example back to celebrities legends like yourself you might drop something and then in 10 years just out of mood to do right by people that supported you 10 years earlier maybe along the way you pick up pickleball or you pick up golf and you fall in love with that and you're like you know what i'm gonna do this hey remember those original nfts i did in 2022 for my 2032 golf celebrity tournament I'm gonna pick 10 random people that own one of that and you can come. It's a forever game and that's game changing. Mm-hmm. Now, now, how many, so doing, doing, I'm thinking like you do a draft for fantasy football. So how are you guys doing it by player? Is it like a league? Are y'all saying we're doing X amount of leagues and there's X amount of offerings of NFT cards for each player within that league? How? 
Like how how should we be viewing this? Like how many how many Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady's mm. or Aaron Donalds or the, this defense or whatever? How many of those are going to be available in terms of of and how are y'all valuing them? Or do they all start off at the same value? Like what what this seems like this would be like an obsession. Like for me, I'm a coach. And I love trader cards, and I'm not big on gambling, but I love DraftKings, and and obviously I'm a big supporter of DraftKings. What? How? How should we be looking at this? Because you could get totally immersed in this. Yeah, this is. You know, I feel like I'm qualified to run like the U.S. economy after building this this uh, <laughs> ecosystem. I'm sure. Of, you know, the supply and the pricing and the pricing and all of that. It all come together. I mean, so first things first. Like, we definitely didn't want the game to be like what you would think of as like pay to win or where you know whoever has the most money just instantly wins every week because that's not fun for most people. It's fun for like one person. So. We created five tiers. There's the the sort of most accessible is core, which you can play for free. Um, if you were spending money to improve your team, you're probably talking about like ten to twenty dollars for the whole season. So, core tier is really built for just a really large, you know, casual audience that wants to try the game without a lot of investment or commitment. And then from there, each tier progressively um, becomes much more scarce. So it's a rare tier, elite, legendary, and and rainmaker is really the top tier of competition. And, okay. You know, at the very top tier, you'll be talking about um, each player having eight total cards in the entire game. So there'd be eight Aaron Rodgers, eight Patrick Mahomes for the whole you know platform. And this okay. is DraftKings had four million plus users on the platform last year, you know, playing fantasy and sports betting and stuff. So this tier is very scarce. And so that's where I think some of the digital scarcity and the, the kind of uh, collectability really uh, is probably at its peak is when something is that limited. And then as you go down, rule of thumb is it's about like 5x the supply as you go to different tiers so there's like 50 legendary cards of each big player there's about 300 at elite and then so on you know so uh it becomes much more reachable and the prices are kind of commensurate with that supply so it's like a, a lot more affordable to play core or rare and if you're playing at rainmaker like i mean you're probably a pretty serious you know five-figure type uh, type investor. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. GV. Yes, sir. You, you, do, you do this with, you did this with your Uno cards. One of my buddies got one of the, the el- yes. elusive cards in the box. Is this... Is this like the same approach to to the Uno cards? Yeah, like, you know, I, you may know this about me because you're giving me good love and I appreciate it. it means a lot coming from you. I grew up very immigrant, like scrapper kid, you know, like lemonade stands, shoveling snow. But where I really started making my first mini bag was like when I was 12 flipping sports cards because I'm 46. So that 1987 to 1992 window in sports cards is similar to what just popped off. It was the last time it was like universal, like every, there was nobody in my sixth grade class that didn't collect cards. And so, you know, I've known that game forever. So when I created 
you know, and then Garbage Pail Kids were the big jam. Uh, I love Garbage Pail Kids. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Who didn't love Garbage Pail Kids? And my brother's 11 years younger than me, so he caught the Pokemon thing, which went completely bananas. Right. So with V-Friends, when I was building it, I was like, oh, I'm going to do the trading cards. And then I had a business meeting with Mattel, and they're like, we'd love to collaborate. And I'm like, what's up with Uno? We did a little collectible thing, so that's what you're referencing. But that's exactly what it is. In the Uno pack, the Gary B character, the little B that's named after me, was like the one that sells for $1,000 on eBay. So everybody was buying those $20 Uno boxes, really just to see if they could get that card. Same with Rainmakers. I did a live show with uh, Kalish where I opened a bunch of packs and they all sucked, but I had a little bit of money still in my DK (laughs) account. And I went and bought an expensive pack and I pulled a crazy Justin Herbert and we were going wild. I'm getting DM'd every day, getting offered real real paper for it. Um, right. Because what's, again, this is where, and this is why I keep going back to this, because obviously I want people who are listening to, you know, go to check out DK and join the Rainmakers leagues and specifically the Friends League, because I'm putting up extra prizes. But I want everyone to leave here actually learning something. You know, the fact, you know, it's one thing to spend 4,000 of your points on Justin Herbert on a DK normal game on a Sunday as you're building out your team and you want to win. It's a whole nother thing to own a very rare Justin card that you're going to use to win every Sunday, but then still have an asset when it's over. Well, you're making your asset go up in value is what you're doing basically, right? I mean, back you guys trading- need- Back like you guys need cards. a legend. You need an <laughs> NFL legend on this with you guys. I'm offering myself up, Matt. Like I you agree. know, because I'm just telling you right now, if you're winning with your fantasy football guys and you have one of those rare cards, you're winning value, but you're also taking the value up of the card that you're using to win in your league. So if somebody wants to take that Herbert card and say, hey, I'll pay you right now for that Justin Herbert so I can add him to my team, you just cashed out. And that person may take the value up even more based off of how they're winning. And, and that's that's kind, that's how NFT, the NFT world works, right? I mean, if you really think about it. And then you connect that experience. I'm like loving this because for me, I love fantasy football. And, and it's almost like listening to what you guys are talking about. It's like you almost got to create a salary cap in order to be able to create the type of fantasy football team you want with these with your DK account and what it is that's taking place. So, Matt, I mean, is, is, a, is a DK uh, fantasy football make it rain rainmakers uh, – salary cap is that in the making for this like are guys really going to be gms over their nfts yeah that's exactly right i mean the way i look at all of this is we have a our customer is like somebody that doesn't just want to sit on the couch and watch the game like they like predicting things they like an investment in the game they want to stand to win something everybody has different risk reward kind of mindset like some people like whatever parlays where you can win 100x your bet some people like you know safer 50 50 like blackjack or whatever right yeah and so we try to cover the whole spectrum but that's our audience and you know 
10 years ago, it kind of sucked to be a sports fan in the U.S. There wasn't really a lot that you could do down this lane. Like maybe you played season-long fantasy baseball or you did like a pool at your work, but there wasn't a lot of games. And so the DraftKings platform, you know, starting with Daily Fantasy, sports betting that opened up in 2018, like we were on the forefront of all of that. We had the first app that ever launched in New Jersey um, in terms of like a legal regulated sports book launched an iGaming platform. And now this, this to me is just a natural progression where this is like a very DraftKings product, right? We're the yeah. only one who can even do it, to be honest. I mean, the reason people um, take like EA Sports Ultimate Team, the reason that you can't play for prizes is they don't have gambling licenses. They don't have, right. you know, we can operate games that, you know, have risk reward propositions that have payouts, prizing. And so... When we jump in, it's like, yes, we're doing everything that you would do in EA Sports Ultimate Team Madden if you want to like build and improve your franchise, but also we're putting up thirty million plus in prizing this season, you know, before selling one thing, just guaranteeing thirty million plus in prizing, you know, that's tied to the performance of how you play the game. Um, also, we have the exclusive relationship with the NFLPA, so we're working directly with the players. That's big. You have, you know, it's That's it's big. officially licensed. The yeah. you, you may have seen our spot with Kevin Hart that Gary and I worked together on. <laughs> uh, we had Lamar Jackson, Zeke, you know, Stefan Diggs. It's like a list, yeah. top top tier people that you're probably drafting in the first couple rounds of your fantasy draft are representing the game, and so just that that tie-in and, and connection with the players is immensely worth it. You know, um, I've talked to people about things like, okay, who's the biggest competitor to Madden that like doesn't use the player IP, right? Like, yeah, no one, no one plays. I about games. to say there no isn't one, anyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah no, you can no put a monopoly you... football cards with no IP. It's Panini God, owns it, right? So it's like, you have to be, you have to kind of collaborate to bring an authentic game to market. And so we're the only one that can do that. So it makes me feel really confident in the prospect of like what the next five years will be. Hey, you know, the NIL is out here right now, oh, Matt. Oh boy. I mean, you I know, know that NIL. LeVar, hey. I, if you know this, my brother AJ is an NFL agent and we have Vayner sports and NIL changed our, we have that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think a very big reason we were able to sign Des Ritter, the QB in Atlanta now, yeah, uh, was because we crushed for him on a NIL, right? Like NIL has changed everything. And honestly, and I mean, listen, there's not a lot of humans on earth walking around that were bigger college superstars than you. I'm sure when you saw that go down, you know, I love hanging out with the OGs because you talk to, you know, I, I hang out with Dominique Wilkins one day and oh, had breakfast. My and I was God. Like, and yeah, he's a legend. And I was like, how do you feel about these seventh, <laughs> the seventh man on a basketball team to get to this now, making more money than you made in a career in a season? Right, in a you know, season. That's what, always that's what always happens with sports. But when the NIL thing went down, luckily, thank God, you transitioned to the league and had a real career, as you know. Sure. You know, you know very well, so many people- It doesn't happen that way. Top right. five college guys, don't even they don't get it they don't get it but the money that they could have made with nil in that two-year window just in college, in college. or that they could still be making now 
My jersey's still one of the highest. You know, I'm going into the College Football Hall of Fame this year, right? And my jersey is still one of the top-selling jerseys in state college and for Penn State fan base to this day. You know what I mean? I'm in the point of my career where my calendar has fancy meetings in it almost every day. My man Tyler Schmidt, who runs 1.37 p.m., saw that I was doing this podcast and lost his goddamn mind. You know, I mean, the impact, you know, just to give some roses since we're on the show. Listen, there's five or six guys that come to my head in the last 30 years that when they were in college, that's that season, you know, Reggie Bush, you, like there's some guy that just broke the pop culture barrier. You were that guy. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And I appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, this is, to me, this is amazing because the gang, like, look at it like this, right? Technology can be the biggest, you know, comrade, can be the biggest component of growth and and buy-in and amazingness of the game and of sports, or it could be the biggest detriment. It could be an ally or it can be an enemy. And by doing this, by doing this, Matt, like what you guys have created, I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, I got to tell all my people about what this is and what's going mm-hmm. on because it raises the stakes. Like it's one thing, casual NFT collectors, like, all right, it's like, okay, I get to go to this event. Like you're selling, a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that you sell experiences with NFTs. Like That's I've been right. really dissecting this, right? That's right. So you're selling these experiences. If you, if we start taking it down that lane, look, I said, we, we start taking it down this lane, <laughs> Where where the the rainmakers is selling the experience? Like I don't know what you guys are saying in terms of prizes and stuff like that, but even more than just cash prizes, could you imagine having an opportunity to do the draft live, like the rainmakers draft, do it live, like have the people there, like on the clock, like hey, it's on the clock, like I'm getting this, I'm getting him, you know what I mean, like. It's got to be pretty exciting for you, man. Yeah, it's good. I mean, if something takes like a week to figure out, Gary figure it out usually in one day. So the first time I talked to him about the game, he instantly said, we're setting up a V-Friends League here. Because he, I think, saw um, people with their community want to play games. That's like a very popular way that you connect with your community. And like even in in the case of you know you're making these podcasts you have an audience that's following you they love the content there's a million podcasts that people could download and listen to and they're listening to yours so like this sort of platform give you a way to really reach out to your community compete with them play a game it's free it doesn't cost anything if people don't want it to you know like i was saying we have this core tier where you don't have to spend money but you can compete and play and like the way Gary kind of made it uniquely V friends, you know, he took stuff out of his personal collection, like put up a, a top prize. We actually picked it on a podcast, <laughs> um, like an original Gary owned V friends one, you know, very valuable. And then, um, you know, we just added some depths. So anybody in the top thousands winning something in the league, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Gary's going to be competing with his community and then lots of people will have a good experience. I think winning something. Let me give you a and, preview. You, know, you I'm gonna can whip, apply that. Let me, you let me give you a preview. I'm going to whip everyone's ass in my community. None of the V friends, none of the V friends are winning anything. I'm winning, every, I'm, I'm winning every damn week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They can come and try to take that prize, Matt. They can try. I put up the prize, but I'm going to take it home. You and your MV friend. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Before we wrap this, what give me the main give me the main points of why why this is it? Like I'll, this I'll, is I'll, it. Yeah, give us I'll the give why. You, I'll give you mine, and then Matt, you take us home. Everyone's trying to figure it. You know this, Lavar, because you're in it and you keep your ear to the ground. Right now, everyone's trying to figure out what this NFT thing is. No different than when I launched an e-commerce site in 1996. The internet was a, after the internet stocks went down, everyone's like, see, the internet's a fad. We are in this perfect moment right now where you have everyone's heard of it now and most people are trying to figure out, oh, they, they think, oh, it's just a collectible. Mm-hmm. Every single person, this was why I got so hot on it. Every single person, that wants to be relevant in the future and understand how technology works. And by the way, the iPhone and Spotify and TikTok and podcast, it's all technology. So you gotta know everyone who likes fantasy football on earth that also wants to understand why NFTs are gonna matter for the next hundred years should put their toe in the pool through this framework because it's easy to understand even people listening real quick are like, oh, I get to use those NFTs to set my team and then I get to keep the NFTs and sell them if I want. Nobody should just play. In my opinion, if you play DFS, you should play DFS because you know that, you love that, but you should have at least one Rainmakers team just to learn where the world is going. Wow, that's deep. That's deep for a sports person. That's pretty deep, man. I think so. It's heavy. That's heavy stuff. Go ahead, hit him, Matt. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, try the game is what I would say. You can come on and you open a starter pack that gives you the full lineup. You know, you have a starting team right away without spending anything. And I think any new game, especially something right now in, you know, market conditions aren't necessarily the best they've ever been. People are skeptical usually about new things. And there's um, that, like, cynicism, I think, is automatic it's like a human reaction to protect yourself from bad things happening without actually having to think at all you know so if you're just automatically cynical about any new idea like rainmakers is nfts that sounds like oh it must be some kind of like nonsense you know that's a natural human reaction and so um the the way to combat that, I think, is to try it, get a little bit more information, educate yourself on the game, talk to people playing, you know, see what appealed to them about the game. Because it's not a one day, one week, one month thing. You know, we have long term agreements with the players. We're building a platform. You know, we don't even at DraftKings build something new every year. It's like every, I think it was four years ago, we launched our last product, which was uh, iGaming. So, you know, we're not taking on new things every year. And when we do, it's because we think it's going to be massive. We think it's going to be hundreds of thousands or millions of people playing. And so it's not going anywhere. It's not going to run away from you. And if if you're coming in with that orientation of like, I don't know about this thing, just try it. You know, you don't have to rush in and go crazy. Try it. Try it free. Talk to people. Learn the game this year. There's so many different directions you guys can take this in. I, I mean, I'm I'm happy to do this this podcast, but one thing I tell you, 
I love progress and I love innovation and I love forward thinking. That's why I'm aware of uh, been been a fan of DraftKings and been a part of DraftKings as, as a part of two pros and with up on game. And as far as with you, GV, like like everybody like takes bits and pieces of what you got going on and apply that to the the growth and development models of what's going on if you're out here trying to live in this world. Man, I hope we can keep this conversation going on because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, the, the Super Bowl is in Arizona this year. Like, yep. there. I mean, you're talking about conventions for, for Gary V and, and, and the V friends. Like, let me tell you something. You create a, a convention off of this one, Matt? Yep. Whew. I agree. Whew. Thank you. Do you a could lot create, <laughs> I'm telling you, a draft convention, a Super Bowl, like awarding the winners and all that stuff. Like I'm saying, so the the free packs are you get like just like if you got the bubble gum, you got the piece of bubble gum in the card pack. The the free the free dips, it, you're they're predetermined for you. You're getting them and it's predetermined. And then now you got to start thinking like, do I want to stay in the free? Or do I want to start like investing in like trading my card? Like, is that where this is going? Is that where this is at right now? Yeah, you're ripping packs. So when you open packs, you could get anything. You know, there's a spectrum of like Gary on stream when he found the Justin <laughs> Herbert legendary. It was like, um, I think he spent 400 bucks and people were offering him 4,500 for that card. So like he hit LeVar, a real quick or on something. that though. Real yeah. quick on that, LeVar. That was the pack I picked. DraftKings picked me a bunch of packs, and the only thing I got in there were Patriot tight ends. Huh? So, yep. Yeah. I think they, I think they, they sandbagged me on purpose, Lamar. I was really upset. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That wasn't nice. That wasn't All right. Nice. No, let me let me ask you this: If you get a whole bunch of the same position, how do you how do you, like? Because I I really want to understand how are you building out your rosters. With, with what's going on like like explain that how are we building out our rosters as a consumer packs is one way and then the other way is on the marketplace so when you open the pack then you have a portfolio of all the cards you own yeah you can list on marketplace the ones that you don't want like to any other nft on the one. blockchain yeah yeah, yeah. So if you want um, like Tyreek Hill or something week one and you don't have him, you can browse the marketplace and find somebody that's trying to you know list it for sale and you can pick it up. And then when you're building your teams, you just take the cards you own and you put them in the roster spots. So you need like a quarterback, a running back, a uh, wide out, you know. So you're, it's like a traditional fantasy team. If you've if you've played, you know. Yeah, kind of sure. It feels. And so yep. in this case, the NFTs fill the roster spots, and it doesn't cost anything to play. You just need to own the, the uh, NFTs. I want to do it, and I want to kick Gary's ass. Let's do it. <laughs> there I it is. I'm calling mind. him out. I'm calling you out on, on right here on this fair podcast. Amen. That's why I was brought on to, to host this deal. <laughs> I'm kicking I'm GB's ass. LA, I'm ready. Let's let's keep this combo going. I'll I'll reply to that DM later. Thank you for having All us right. on the show. Hey man, I appreciate you guys coming on. This is two pros and a cup of Joe, and this is Rainmakers Football DraftKings edition. Uh, this is amazing. I got my man Matt. I got my man Gary B with me. And I tell you what, if you're listening to this, you're probably already late. So get your tail moving. Jump on the blockchain. Jump online. Check it out. The link will be made available to you. Make sure that you get involved, get going, 
I, I stamp this as a former NFL guy and someone who understands how this all works. I stamp this personally. Make sure you check it out. I appreciate you guys coming on, man. This has been an amazing, um, exciting. This has been exciting for me uh, to do this one here. So let's keep it going. I look forward to us doing another podcast at some point to talk about the the, the what's going on, what's the latest, the developments, because this this has a whole lot of tentacles to it as as it applies to where this can go. So super happy for you guys. Super excited about it and. Hey, don't forget to include your boy, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to <laughs> Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. All right, hit the subscribe button. Check it out. Uh, and this has been LeVar Arrington, and I'm signing out. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.